Attention audience, guess what? It's that time of the week and we are back. Season 2. Eric and I are super excited because we are bringing Friday Films back. Whoo buddy. Oh yeah. Long awaited yes. season 2. Yes, yes. Um, real quick, I just want to say to everyone, uh, we appreciate everyone's patience. Uh, we took a, a little bit longer break than we anticipated. Uh, real lives kind of got a little hectic. Um, but we're back. <laughs> COVID threw a few more curveballs than we all anticipated. <laughs> true, true. But I, and then the funny thing is, is our schedules were really not COVID <laughs> related, which no, is the sad no. part. I mean, yeah, it was all uh, all just life stuff, man. Yeah, just, just life yeah. kind of got in the way. But it gave us time to um, sit down and, and revamp the formula a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys will see a few changes uh, to the way we've done the show. You'll see some new ways that we organize the, uh, the podcast stream. Um, we're not going to, you know, none of that's changing. You're still going to be able to get, uh, you know, all your content in one place. Um, but we switched up just kind of the way things look a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the tr- content will be currently put now for the time being. Exactly. Exactly. Friday films is going to be the, uh, the primary for focus going forward. Um, while we have, you know, put a couple other things on the back burner and, and try out a few new things that we're going to, we want to bring you guys down the line. Um, but for now, we're in season two, baby. Yes, we are. Um, don't think we forgot about Bond. We obviously still have to wait for the next movie to come out. Uh, but we <laughs> are doing, like Eric said, we are doing this season a little different. Uh, we are holding off one more franchises, and we're going to go to a little bit more uh, individual movies. We figured now, with everything going on, it be a good time to hit on some of the uh, streaming content. You know, Netflix, yes. Hulu, uh, yes. yeah, Hulu. <laughs> uh, a lot of those other um, original movies. And so we uh, we picked one that we thought would be a good one to start with. Um, and Eric, I'll let you take over the intro on this one. Absolutely. To kick off this season two of Friday Films, we are starting with Palm Springs. Palm Springs released very, very recently, uh, July 10th, 2020. Runtime of one hour and 10 or one hour and 30 minutes even. Um, directed by Max Barbacal, starring Andy Samberg, Kristen uh, Milati, and J.K. Simmons. Uh, I mean, good casting to kick off. And this is, I don't know what you, I, I'm a big Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan, so I love me mm-hmm. some Andy Samberg. Um, I, I do like a lot of his work. I'm not huge on the show, uh, and mainly just because I haven't seen a lot of it. I've seen a little bit mm-hmm. of it when it first came out. Uh, but if anything, I'm still like season one, so... Yeah, I can't say too much about the show, but I do like his work. I liked I liked yeah. him in a lot of other movies and a lot of the stuff he's done over the years. And the Lonely Island stuff, which mm-hmm. when this movie kicks off, it, it you know it shows you know Lonely Island. Yeah, yeah, uh, I like for, that. it's a Lonely Lonely Island, Lonely Island production, which is pretty neat. Um, but this movie, like when you actually introduced this movie to me, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and and no. I mean, not really giving away any spoilers. That's the whole point of the movie is a Groundhog Day. So obviously you know what the movie's going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like the fact that this one's a little different, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, and just to detail, since this is was this this is a Hulu exclusive, uh, I, I was surprised uh, how much I enjoyed it. I do have my complaints, though. I'm not going to lie. There are there are some things I get a little nitpicky on. Oh, and every movie has those. Um, as we get into it. But... I don't know about you. I want to kick off first with the casting. 
uh, before we get into any story beats or anything. No, that's fine. I figured we'd go over, you know, like you said, who was in it and if you had any more info on like production and all that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, everyone knows who, you know, Andy Samberg. Everyone should know J.K. Simmons. I love that man to death and mm-hmm. everything he, he, he does. Um, J. Jonah Jameson from the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. And now J. Jonah Jameson from the uh, new Spider-Man officially. Um, Kristen Mialotti, I'm not familiar with her work so much, but I really did love her in this. And I thought yep. the the chemistry that she and Andy Samberg had worked incredibly well um, mm-hmm. in a way that I really enjoyed. And I think Andy Samberg was played this type of character great, a character who's kind of given up mm-hmm. and is just, you know... Going with emotions. In, in, embraced the suck, basically. Mm-hmm. Of of well this is this is life now you know and um, it's interesting it's it, it's it's re- it's a really interesting uh, take on the whole yep. um, time loop genre question mark I, yeah I don't yeah know I mean if there's if a would. genre of time loop movies because I really only know of this one in in, Gro- I mean, in Groundhog Day but you I'm, know I'm sure there's other attempts out there but uh um, <laughs> it, the other actors or characters um in the movie i think were all good supporting um characters in the time of the movie that they were there mm-hmm. um because we'll, I mean, we'll Pete, get into it kind of jumps around a little bit but uh yeah i mean peter gallagher plays um kristen Mialotti, whose character's name is sarah um her dad he does mm-hmm. great seen him in se- several things your boy tyler hoachland yep i believe it's yeah I tyler hoachland that's his last name yeah he's um, in it A.K.A. Superman from the yeah the CW from the CW universe um, the Arrowverse yeah and he also was a uh, big in Teen Wolf anyone who was uh, MTV Teen Wolf he was Derek in that so mm-hmm. I mean people know him from that too but uh I was actually when I first saw the trailer I saw him in it and I was like oh that, that's awesome he's like we got tons of good actors and then as the movie went on I'm like okay they're all like supporting they're not as big of a yeah. role as I thought they were going to be but still helped make the movie which I liked because uh, aside from the mm-hmm. the main three um. Andy Samberg, who's Niles, Kristen Mialotti, who's Sarah, and J.K. Simmons, who's Roy. Um, aside from those three, everyone else... I mean, the, the whole premise of the movie is you're repeating the same day. So these characters are doing the same things over and over again. For the most part, um, yeah. For the most part, with, like, subtle changes. changes. Yeah. But it's still... It was still neat to see those characters in those roles. Um, but to kind of get into it... like. When we pick up, if I remember correctly, the first scene uh, of this movie was the uh, like the, the the earthquake, like the rock cracking open, and you yes. see the the glow. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to get too far ahead, but I really wish they had explained that a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like I still don't know. By the end of the movie, I'm still not sure. I, I still don't know what happened you know so they, you're right it doesn't it doesn't really go into detail there's just an, an earthquake and the only thing yeah, they really touch on it is that um you'll you'll end up seeing that there's this cave where there's this weird glowing thing in and that's what essentially creates a time loop you don't really officially know what it is or how it all works but whatever event creates this earthquake on this day of the time loop the earthquake happens every day and it opens up the entrance to the cave. 
Because that's one thing they do explain that, you know, the cave's kind of hidden until the earthquake goes off. And they don't really go into detail, so I don't know if it's just a random earthquake or or what, but the earthquake is part of that day. It goes off the same time every day, and that's when the cave's unlocked. Um, But you don't don't have to go into this cave to restart the day. You can can just die or go to sleep, and your day still restarts. But as you'll see, when Sarah goes into the cave, into that portal light whatever you want to call it that's what starts the time loop so, she falls into the loop yeah. yeah so we do know that that has something to do with the time loop but we don't know mm-hmm. if that earthquake causes it or if the earthquake's just a random event that unlocks it or, or what i mean we don't really know that part it does kind of leave that open to interpretation one of the things i wish they showed um specifically was you as as good as it is it is to see andy sandberg's character doing these different things day by day and as they do the flashback moments of like things he did you know forever ago in past attempts um you never see how he gets stuck in the loop you you That's, they never explain how he yeah. gets stuck in the loop and to be honest i really enjoyed that aspect of it um mm-hmm. what i liked about this movie uh, to kind of put things into perspective a little bit better is that this is a groundhog day movie however the difference what um, from this versus the regular Groundhog, in my opinion, which I really, really like, is when you're in Groundhog Day, it's one person going through the loop, not sure how it started, trying to figure things out, having fun, figuring it out, getting back to a normal day. In this movie, you have a new person brought into a loop that's already been going on with two other people for who knows how long. So, <laughs> fun fact, actually, now that we're on this. I want to jump into a little piece of uh, trivia when you said for who knows how long. Um, according to the writer, Andy Ciara, uh, he confirmed that Andy Sandberg's character, Niles, was trapped in the time loop for over 40 years. <laughs> that is awesome. That makes things so much you know, So apparently he had been that. doing this for 40 years before... Wow. You know, getting um, getting out essentially. Getting out. Yeah. So, um, but what I liked about that is that when you're going through the movie, you have um, you know, Niles who, like you said, has been going through for like forty some years, who's just going with the motions. I mean, he's done everything at this point that he could think of, and he just you know enjoys it day after day and just kind of goes on to the next thing, has some fun, does whatever. So you don't, I mean, I like the fact that it's a mysterious event of how he got there. We just know he's mm-hmm. there. He's the veteran. Um, you can see the wear and tear on him. And then you have Sarah, who's the new person coming into the mix. And then you have, you find out you have Roy, who's been in the mix for a while, but he just kind of comes and goes randomly. Um, yeah, he's he's been in it. And uh, Andy Sandberg's Niles, you know, brought him into it early in his time in there yeah. you know because they bonded at the at one of the one of the wedding things um and roy did not have a good reaction to no. being trapped no. in said time loot so would go through waves of, of of torturing and killing andy sandberg's character in some way of revenge and you see a few flashback moments of this throughout the film but the character ends up kind of going full circle by not embracing the suck but kind of embracing the beauty because yeah. we find out like roy's life is actually 
kind of perfect. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's got this single moment in time that he's reliving over and over again, but he's with his family and his kids yeah. and, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful time. And, and whereas Andy Samberg's day that he relives over and over, you know, his girlfriend cheats on him. You know, he's at a yeah. wedding with people he doesn't and, know nor care about, you know. And it's and, it's kind of that, that interesting dynamic back and forth, whereas Andy Samberg's character has to learn to embrace the suck and have fun with it. Um. Roy's character has to, you know, they don't really, this is my interpretation because they really unfortunately didn't flesh Roy's character out as much as I would have liked. I would have yeah. liked to have seen a lot more Roy because he kind of goes from hunting down Andy Sandberg to we see him kind of guiding Andy Sandberg towards the end, you know, and kind of helping him out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see more of him, but I think they put enough of his character in the movie to work. That you get the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that back and forth between those two dynamics was 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 really neat. And then you have Sarah thrown into it, um, who is literally trying to escape her family and escape what's currently going on in her in her life, which also sucks. And yeah. her and um, her and Niles kind of bond over that once you get past the shock of reliving the same day over and over. Yeah. Again. Well, and that's what I was trying to get to is the the fact that the nice thing about this is like you start off already in the time loop. It's not kind of like, Hey, here's the day. And then you spend like a half hour going through the day movie time. And then all of a sudden, Oh, You're Hey, all, everything's yeah. repeating. No, it's literally like you are boom in the time loop. Mm-hmm. The only thing different is now we suck someone else into the time loop. So yeah. you're seeing Sarah, the new person first experience of the time loop. And at the same time you have, um, Niles who's been in the time loop for 40 some years going oh yeah you know you you, uh, you followed me and oh well ah uh, well you know this is it and what i like about it they don't have to spend so much time on repeating the same event over and over again they literally can just cut through it which is what they did and um to jump on the flow of the movie real quick that was one of the things i enjoyed they put enough detail in to just start off day one you're already in the time loop and it's kind of like a nice flow of story and then a quick collage of flashbacks of whether it be Niles past trying to do this, mm-hmm. this and that trying to explain to Sarah what's going on or Sarah trying to go do it and then coming right back. And then there's a nice little stretch of story and then a collage of, um, you know, Niles and Roy and then a nice story. Like the flow was, I thought done really well. And the collage cut scenes of them just going with it, flashbacks, all that was kind of put into the movie quick and easy to give you enough background without spending so much time going into too much detail on a repeating day. Yeah, it worked incredibly well. And you can definitely see like a lot of those scenes with the flashbacks and things they've done to attempt to get out before worked. They seem to be fun to film. Yeah. You know, this is one of those movies you can definitely tell that the, the cast enjoyed doing it. Even the, um, even the, you know, the side characters like the Tyler, Tyler Mm -hmm. Hoochland, and um, and the the you know the sister, the woman getting married, and everything, uh, that stuff seemed really, really interesting. And kind of to go to the Tyler Hoechlin character, which that dude is like, it was perfect for him to play Superman because he's kind of got that all American, just yeah, chiseled businessman look, like mm-hmm. like 
nice guy and, and ju- just the perfect guy is, is, is the look he has. Um, but th- in this movie, he still portrayed that way for a little while until you start kind of until you find out. Yeah, I don't, I don't give any spoilers away for those who haven't seen the movie. But yeah, yeah. you find out there's there's more to the background characters than you yeah, expect but, at first. Yeah, especially between um, between him and uh, him and Sarah. Um, that dynamic I thought was interesting, and it gave her character a lot more mm-hmm. uh, depth and kind of how you understood and and even what some was of, going um, on. Some of the other characters, like they always kept flashing back to. Um, Sarah and the bride's parents and mm-hmm. their little conversations about Sarah and this and that. So it kind of goes into a little bit more of the Sarah's background with her family. Um, and then there's even times very small windows here and there where you have Niles and his girlfriend at the wedding who, like mm-hmm. you said, you, you find out, you know, she's cheating on him, but I mean, it's one of the things he's accepted cause he's already been there in that day for 40 some years. So he just has fun with it now. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, you start to see in those little flashbacks and little clips here more of what's going on in this event versus it just being, you know, oh, the same thing happens over and over again. Because they change the day events, the little things will shift and change, and that unfolds more of the story. And I, I yeah. liked that aspect of it. Um, but I also liked, like you said, the, the dynamic duo between Niles and Sarah as they're shifting and changing Niles is kind of getting a new perspective on the same day that he's relived for 40 some years. And Sarah is getting a different perspective on the things she's kind of like overlooked because she's repeating the same day over and over again. So I I like that dynamic too, and how they start kind of having fun with the day. Um, And I like the comedy that was putting from the, the side cast, you know, like the first day that Sarah relives and the, I can't remember her name, the the wife, uh, her sister, mm-hmm. uh, like trips and falls and knocks out her three teeth. And yeah. there's like this whole epic event. And meanwhile, they're just like, uh-huh. Yep. Nope. Yep. Hey, on the bright side, her teeth will be fixed tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the little stuff like that, where it's like, Sarah's like freaking out. She has no clue what's going on. Cause this is her first repeated day. And you know, still Andy's just kind of like, or Andy's character is just like, yep, I'm doing my own thing. I'm chilling in the pool. You want a beer? I'm trying to yeah. give you a beer. I just sorry, yeah. uh, sorry about that, but yeah. I uh, I did try and tell you not to go into the cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like the subtle comedy that was put into this movie, um, like Groundhog Day and all. Like it's it's a classic uh, remake in my opinion, but in a different perspective. Well, the one thing, and all right, and Groundhog Day is one of those movies that I I I put on a pedestal as as almost a near perfect movie is, mm-hmm. is Groundhog Day. Um, and there's a couple other movies on there that there, it might not be the best movie in history, but as far as it is as close to a perfect film for me as possible is Groundhog Day. The story it tells and everything. And what this movie, while I was trying actively avoiding comparing it to Groundhog Day, just because their concepts are similar, the one thing this movie did that kind of surprised me you know um kind of at the beginning of the the third act was the um it becomes very scientific for a little bit where it, they kind of deviate and i didn't i didn't like that it deviates from the whole premise of what i thought was to learn by repeating the same day you're learning to not only accept 
that you have no control over the things around you, um, but that you do have control of your decisions and how you react to them, mm-hmm. thus making yourself a better and more rounded person, giving you the ability to live that, like in Groundhog Day, that one perfect day, which breaks the loop. And I was expecting to see more of that, um, which I, I didn't because there's, there's never really, there's, there's never, um, you know, a perfect day. There's never a, you know, there, there's, there's elements of that. There's yeah. elements of it. Like you can see as they relive the same day over and over again, they're learning and they're adapting and things are changing. Um, but especially with the, with, with Sarah and they just kind of go off from the time that, uh, that, you know, the event happens with Sarah to the end of the movie, everything goes very quickly and you see growth from Andy Sandberg's character, but you don't really see much else. And it gets very sciencey for a bit and then it just kind of ends. So, you know, the, the ending I felt was very forced. It felt like almost oh my God, we're having so much fun filming this. We're having a great time. You know, characters are learning stuff. This is good. Oh crap. Uh, this movie needed to be an hour and a half and we're we're already coming up on an hour and 15. We've got we to gotta wrap things up. You know, it felt kind of very rushed there towards I, the end. I can see that. However, I, I kind of like this aspect of a little, a little better or a little differently, I should say. Because, um, like I said, I, I, I compare it to Groundhog Day because of the premise, but it's a different perspective. So in this one, like you said, they do all the characters show growth in their own way. Um, what I liked about this movie is with the pace of the whole movie, the flashbacks, the, the back and forth, the different day, the, the quick cuts, um, there's a lot of detail that's kind of, I don't want to say hidden, but very subtle throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like if you're not paying attention, you can overlook some of that stuff to piece together for the bigger picture. Um, some of that being, when you get to that end scene, I mean, you're, you're realizing that Sarah's character is reliving this day, and it's a bad day for her. It's not a good day. And so mm-hmm. she is trying to figure out, okay, what's that perfect day? And she even has a quick cut scene where she tries to make the day all better so that she'll get out of the loop, pulling a Groundhog's Day thing. Yeah. Doesn't happen. And like, okay, well, then her character starts to realize, okay, look, it's a bad day. Obviously, everything that happened before that day got her there. So she can't change any of that repeating this day over and over again. She's got to figure out what she needs to do to push herself forward. That's her Mm -hmm. growth. You know, um, Niles, he realizes that after all of this, there is more to life than what he thought. And that's kind of like his growth. And he figures that out one when she runs away. She figures yeah. out first and leaves. And she does her little quick cutscene of trying to do the scientific part of, like, there's got to be a way to get out of here. So although that scientific wormhole hiding in the cave, whatever it is, is all kind of like a mystery, I kind of like the aspect of it just being out there with questions because then it kind of allows us to fill it in with our imagination. But with Roy's character even though he's not hit on a lot, what I like is that when she freaks out uh, before she like runs off 
and they do that scene where they're being chased by a cop and it's you know ends up being Roy and yeah. she hits Roy with the car that is what changes Roy's character because mm-hmm. when they had when um Niles finally goes to confront Roy because Sarah's gone he can't find her this is his growth period he goes to Roy like look you know just kill me get it over with I know we'll, you know, we'll just keep doing it this way that's fine Roy's a different person and it's because Roy and he even explains it real briefly when he got hit by the car, he was put in the hospital. They were afraid of him having a coma if he fell asleep, so they wouldn't let him fall asleep. So he couldn't get out of that loop for that day. And so he had to – that day for him lasted like two or three or whatever. I can't remember exactly what he yeah. said. But then he – to him, he goes, I didn't realize what I put you through every time I killed you. You know, I just figured, you know, boom, dead, come right back. Um and he realized how much he was torturing him. And he's like, look, you know, I kind of, I realized that was his growth period. He's like, look, I'm sorry. And now I realize there's more to it. And, you know, I'm not going to see my family grow up. So I'm a little ticked off about it. But at the same time, I can at least enjoy my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Roy, Roy realizes kind of what Niall said, um, says earlier in, in, uh, you know, we, you, you can't, even though we're repeating the same day over and over thing and nothing matters, what we do matters because we'll still remember this. Yes. So being, being a K agent of chaos in a world that will automatically reset the next day. He was like, he's like, trust, you know, trust me, I've, I've, I've tried it. I've tried it, but mm-hmm. we'll still remember this the next day and have to live with that. So that's a neat play of being able, you know, having to live with your, the consequences of your actions. And that's, portrayed in the the Roy character his learning and yep. one thing that kind and, and of I think even in Sarah too she just sees yeah, it differently yeah. because exactly. she's already done the hard stuff in life before the time loop mm-hmm. um, as you'll start to realize and I yeah the one thing I was trying to hit on real quick is that I think that is the whole premise of the movie versus in Groundhog's Day it's like you have that one perfect day and that takes you out of the loop here it's kind of like well you know there isn't always going to be that perfect day and mm-hmm. it takes three different people doing three different things, all overcoming uh, coming their issues and growing in different ways for them all to kind of realize together, hey, there's yeah. more to this. And yeah, it's how you how you live with yourself. Uh, yeah. And I don't yeah. I, I mean, I guess no matter what you do, because they're different stories, I like the fact that even though that science is kind of brief and, and out there. It comes I, they, out of nowhere, man. It, That's it, my it only really complaint. Does. It, it really, really does. It really comes out of nowhere. But it, they do it so quick that it fits because obviously it's, it, you know, when you follow Niles, Sarah's gone for what seems like weeks and weeks and months or whatever. When you cut to Sarah, she's spending all that time researching, 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 and then she finds some way as a theory to make it work. Which, and, by the way, was years because there's no way. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but like as far years, as the story goes, although said. it it seems rushed, I feel like they put that in just enough because if they would have put it any more in there, you'd have to get more scientific detail, and I think it would have taken value away from the movie. Like yeah. although that science thing is you know out in left field, I think it was put in just enough to kind of tie the mystery cave and all that to the day and explain mm-hmm. why they're in the time loop and how they get out of it. Um, yeah. But I don't feel it takes away from the growth of the characters. I feel like it does not. It does not take away from the growth of help. the characters. Um, yeah, it does not do that. Um, it was just kind of it was just kind of out of out of the uh, the left hand side. It really was. Um, I will say that. 
yeah, I think there could have been other ways of doing it, but you're get you are getting that one concept um, across between three different characters, and it's so interesting. I think this is honestly, I was thinking about this the whole time I was watching this movie, with us still being in you know the 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 COVID nineteen times and and this movie having come out in July, which well, for a lot of places was still hardcore quarantine, you know, mm-hmm. not leaving your house, not doing anything, um, where you kind of lose sense of time. Every day kind of feels like yeah. the same. So this movie, just the timing of it releasing during all of this stuff is like, wow, because I'm watching this movie and it, you have no real sense of how many days have gone by, how long these people have no. been here. It's, it just seems the only sense of time that you really have is the science sequence where you're like, that's something that could only have taken, that would have taken years to do. You know, you would not, that's not something that you would do in a week, you know? So they'd no, be gone for, not, but. yeah. Um, so that's really the only timetable that you have. And, and with all the cuts and whatnot, it really gives that good sense of, almost hopelessness because time lost all meaning, mm-hmm. you know, and, and for a lot of people during the quarantine and whatnot, it was a similar feeling, you know, every day felt the same. So what was the point? Yeah. You know, so this movie coming out around this time, even though I'm sure the release was not, you know, this movie was filmed, you know, last year, long before all this yeah, shit yeah, yeah. started. Um, but I just kind of, it was funny how it kind of mirrored real, a lot of people's thoughts about real life at this time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was, it was an enjoyable, it was an enjoyable watch. I yeah, would, um, I, I definitely liked I, the movie. I, I it was it. definitely good. Um, yeah. and I mean, I, I kind of also like, and I, anybody who watches the movie, they'll see like the cut scenes. I, and I, I hit on this earlier, but the cut scenes were, I think part of, uh, or one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. The, yeah. the different cutscenes where they're going through and, you know, embracing the day by day, having fun, just goofing off. And, you know, th- there's that dance scene at the bar where they go in and, like, do this crazy dance that they worked on. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the cutscenes because it, it tells its own little story, but at the same time, it's just them having a whole bunch of fun. Um, yeah. and, and you definitely. And it's the story of them, like, you, you see them start to fall for each other during yes, those moments, yeah. too. Um, and, I mean,. You can, I mean, you can tell that they had so much fun with this movie, and even Andy uh, Samberg in like the the very beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, like the first playthrough of the wedding, when he first walks up to uh, Sarah, and he's just going through the party. He's like this. She's just kind of like staring, like what what is with this guy? Yeah. And he's just kind of like dancing with the with the the wedding, easing in and mm-hmm. out, and like you tell, he's like. He's done this before, but he yeah, had putting to the chair head. down so the guy falls, the, you know, falls in the <laughs> yeah. chair, and he like jumps in and, and like while the guy's trying to, uh, you know, dance with his wife, and he like jumps in between them and all like all that. I'm yeah. like he had to had so much fun filming that scene, yeah. but like I love his introduction where he's just kind of like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and she's like, Obviously, I've done on? this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, that Numerous was one of the, the things that I liked because it wasn't. Like I said, it wasn't like a lead up into it. It's literally, hey, you're here. Obviously, this yeah. is not his first time through. Um, but, I mean, all in all, I, I thought the movie was really good. I like the supporting actors. I like the main actors. Um, I liked the story. Um, I really liked the fact that this is a Groundhog Day seen through the eye 
of three different people and how they all react differently, which is, yeah. I think, the biggest thing I liked about this movie overall. Like, I, I liked the way it was filmed. I liked the way it was edited as far as the quick cuts, the flow of the movie. All that was really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that we all ask ourselves, if we had to be a groundhog, you know, live our lives through a groundhog day, what would we do? I don't know how many people actually think about what would we do if other people were with us? Yeah. So uh, I, I like that aspect. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. Um, it's, well, I mean, do you want to go to move into, uh, it seems like we're kind of wrapping up. Do you want to move into trivia time before we, before we rank it or, or, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's really nothing else to rank it to. There's, there's not <laughs> so, a franchise. Flashing, flashing back to Bond for uh, a moment. <laughs> season, season one flashbacks. Ignore that. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, we we both seem to really like this movie. Um, obviously, there's not really gonna be a ranking system, but I definitely recommend it to um, anyone who has Hulu or can watch it. Um, I definitely think it's worth um, a watch. I mean, to me, I would definitely watch it again just because I had fun watching it. Um, even though I know the premise to the movie and all that, it was still enjoyable enough, mainly because of uh, the characters and the, the amount of fun they had in the movie. I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. I would watch it again as well. Um, I would not. I. It, it would be one of those that I would probably not actively seek out to watch. Yes. Where yeah. where I wouldn't be. I wouldn't sit down and be like, oh. Tonight, tonight I'm going to rewatch Palm Springs, but it would be one of those things that I'm ha- if I happen to be flipping through Hulu, yeah, you know, a year from now and it's you know pops up in the recommended for you, I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I could pop in, I could I could watch Palm yeah. Springs, yeah, or but if I would, someone I else actively, wants to watch it, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't actively seek it out though. But the one thing that it really did, and one thing that it really did do, is it really made me want to watch Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that too. <laughs> That's what it did. Is it, it? It really made me want to watch Groundhog Day again. So um, I guess with that, then Eric. Yeah, let's uh, let's roll into trivia time. Um, not not much trivia because of both how recent this 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 basically because of how recent this film is. Um, let's see. Uh, Palm Springs holds the record for being the biggest sale of a film at the Sundance Film Festival. It was sold for seventeen million five hundred thousand dollars and sixty nine cents. I forgot it was a Sundance. Indeed, the previous record was seventeen million five hundred thousand. So the re- they beat the record by sixty nine cents. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Um, it also broke the record for the most viewed Hulu release in its first weekend in the history of the streaming service. Uh, Andy Sandberg also admitted that there were multiple endings to this film that were written and shot. Um, they held private screenings for friends and families of all the different versions to kind of get dependent opinions on which ending worked. Um, but they have yet to, they not only think we're ever going to see releasing of those separate endings. Mm. Uh, let's see. Here. I still think the one that they had worked for this movie. I mean, I would be curious to see the other endings, but I, I still think the way they ended this movie, especially like I'm assuming you saw as the credits rolled, the little cutscene after everything. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I like, yeah. I, I thought the way was they good. Ended. I thought that I thought the yeah. end was good. I um, thought that was nice, and they set that up nicely with her making the uh, the the phone call. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, yeah. And I liked at the the very end, not to 
cut out of trivia, but just because we mentioned it. Um, oh, that's it, by the way. That's it. I already, oh, okay. I already said the, the time loop for 40 years. Like, like I said, not much trivia. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> um, I liked when they you said that fast pace at the end of the movie, but I liked how they set the ending up um, as if they didn't get out of the time loop. But you, if you pay attention, you see the subtle changes. It's kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. like it, it was just kind of comical. It was funny. I'm like, all right, cool. I like what you did there. You know, like I liked how they they yeah. wrapped up the ending pretty. I, good. I got they did they did get me with that. Um, you said they did I, or they I didn't? Th- they did get me with that because I thought that would have been cool. You know, when when it cuts and you see them, you know, in the pool again and just kind of hanging out together. And in my head, I was like. Well, that's kind of a, I was like, that's kind of a neat way to, to wrap up where it doesn't work. They, they, they are still in this and they truly do have to embrace the suck and learn how to live with themselves, you know? And I'm like, that's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting end. And then when it, um, when the family shows up, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I Never didn't mind. get to the first either because it's like they're talking about it's like, well, what are we going to do now? And uh, yeah. he's like, I guess I'll go get my dog. She's like, you have a dog? Like, yeah, I never came up with <laughs> a conversation. It's over yeah. at the neighbor's house. <laughs> like, yeah. just completely out of the blue. And then the uh, the family's back, and then he makes a comment. He's like, oh, well, I guess they came back on the 10th. I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh, that's right because the wedding was yeah, on the 9th the, the whole time. Whole film is yeah. November 9th. And they, yeah. they, they hint, they don't actually fully say that, but they, they hint at that in the background. Like, she looks at her mm-hmm. phone, and it's the 9th, when her day one, and, like, the wedding sign and the, and the entrance has, like, the 9th or something on it. Like, it's, like, little things. Yeah. Um, so it was very subtle. I'm like, uh, okay, I got it now. Like, <laughs> that was cool. You know, it wasn't just like, hey, you wake up and the day is different. It's kind of like, oh, well, you guys are repeating the same day. Nope, nope, you're repeating a new day that it looks the same. Yep. Um. But yeah, yeah. So that's 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 it, man. That's all I've got. Um, well, obviously, a, yeah. It is a um, as, in the Eric ranking system. It is in the. It was fun, and I didn't check my watch category. Yeah, which which is impressive because yeah. that's how you rate your movies. Is yeah. if you know the movie is going by quickly or not. If I check my watch, I'm not enjoying yeah. this movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, and I know we uh, we were we planned on doing our review a little differently, so we watched the movie a little differently with our note taking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I only paused the movie like maybe two or three times the whole way through, just so I could like jot down a couple quick notes that I had, uh, like uh, opinions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, it took me a little bit before I realized it was a short movie because the movie goes by like I said so quickly as far as pacing goes that I didn't realize it was a shorter movie until I looked at the timestamp. I'm like, Oh, I was like, okay, this isn't like a two hour plus movie. Like I figured it would be, I mean, this is actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely would have to rank it as a really, really good movie. Um, I think it has a good lesson. Um, it's a good perspective all around. Like you said, it, it's one of those, if it's on TV or something, you're with someone who wants to watch it, definitely rewatchable. It's a fun um, watch. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't, put it on like my top 10 of like constantly rewatching over and over and over again. <laughs> no, um, no, definitely not. No, but it no. was, but it was fun. It was. And um, I, I think they brought, they, they came up with a good team um, to make that movie really, really good. So yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely worth watching. If you haven't seen it, um, if you have seen it, please let us know what you think of it. Comment wise, mm-hmm. because I'd be interested to see other people's uh, point of view for this movie. Like their uh, ideas of what they thought they liked and didn't like, or what they could have done differently in the story. Yep. And, and kind of on that note, as we, uh, as we, as we wrap up, yes, 
please let us know if you if you watch it what you thought of it um but also over the next couple of weeks and going forward with the revamp of the show we're also going to be revamping our social media yeah um, yeah in an attempt to become more 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 active on it as well uh so if you have any films you would like to recommend for us to watch and kind of participate in friday films that way because films like books as much as jordan and i watch watch as much as we can there's always something you're not you've never seen or never yeah. heard of um, and so we're definitely looking for your recommendations and even with that i mean we we talked about when we first uh, were thinking about starting season two up and how we wanted to do it we decided we wanted to do more just movies in general because we were going to stick with franchises for a while but we realized that that just it, it takes up so much time that there's so many other good movies out there that we'd be missing out on um yeah. so although we already have a couple ideas of movies that we want to watch and are interested in we would love to see more out there because there's there's so many so many all different types of films um different categories different genres uh so many really good cinematic adventures that we would love to to go on mm -hmm. and we're not done with the franchises we're still going to be doing oh, franchises yeah, yeah. down the line um but for this season two we're we're going to embrace solo um solo movies for the most part and try and try and do yeah. stuff that's more recent or, or or things that you guys recommend to us mm -hmm. um so with that said, this being the first episode of the season, you guys haven't had a chance to participate and, and pitch your recommendations. Um, so we've we've decided for the next the, bleh, we've decided the next film that we're going to review for next week is going to be Netflix's The Old Guard. Mm -hmm. Yet another relatively recent release. Um, Netflix's The Old Guard uh, is the next movie that we're going to be doing in season two of friday films um so jordan you want to take us out well uh, again we appreciate everyone um listening uh we hope you like the the new direction we're going in with uh the season two um mainly just single movies versus franchise so we're gonna have a little bit more fun with it um we will don't forget we will come back to bond we just have to wait for it to come out <laughs> impatiently <laughs> um but again, we, we hope you enjoy Palm Springs. Uh, if you haven't seen it already, uh, hopefully we didn't give too, away too many spoilers. I mean, obviously, you know the premise of the movie. A uh, good movie, worth watching if you have the time. Um, those who have already seen it, let, you, let us know what you think. And I guess until we see, um, until next week when we see uh, The Old Guard, um, let the credits roll. <laughs>